Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world, and welcome to the show. Shelley Shearer here, and I'm so glad you could join me today. I actually haven't wanted to podcast for a couple of days because I'm not going to lie, my mood and my sort of sense of self really spiraled over the weekend and into yesterday, which was a Monday here, and uh, when I was when I'm doing this podcast. And I didn't want to share that negativity with you while I'm going through it, but I have no problem admitting to it after the fact because I'm feeling a heck of a lot better. And I want you to realize that you too do not need to feel bad or beat yourself up. Give yourself compassion if you are having the blues in a down day. It's okay. We are not machines. We are not robots. We have emotions we need to process and some of us process faster than others. Now, I always laugh a little bit. I've used this term actually in some of, with some of my coaching clients that creating a habits and even new habits is like a superpower for me. So I've really developed ways of dealing with my life. Um, and some of that, guys, is really also including other people. I have this very tight-knit group of girlfriends that really keep me uh, balanced. I have a sounding board. And we've really been in touch daily in longer lengths lately because we've all needed it. We've just, you know, when one of us is having a bad day and in this particular me yesterday, it was completely me. It really was me. Uh, and they weren't. And then another one of them was having a little trouble on the weekend because uh, she's not used to working from home like I am. And by the weekend, it's like, I want to go see friends and she can't. So she gets out and goes for a walk, picks up a few groceries, that sort of thing. And so we were there for her. If you can find people like that in your life, please do. It's very, very important right now. But what I want to talk about today is actually something a little different and just the fact that although I've done a lot of my social media, my blog, and my podcast on not wasting this time, not sitting in front of Netflix, you know, not binge watching, but looking after yourself, some self-care, and if there are things that you never had time for now is the time however there's a caveat you do not feel need to feel like you have to do it all okay let me reiterate that you do not need to feel like you have to do it all and I think that's more for Monday what was the tipping point for me so here's what's ha here's what my kind of three days look like before that, and then you can maybe see if there's some correlation to what's going on in your life. Saturday, big physical work in the yard. We had before things got really bad, we made sure that we picked up dirt for the garden into our, our portable trailer, and we it was a beautiful sunny day here. That was pretty hard physical labor for my physical limitations. Uh, luckily, my husband, like he always does, he's just a saint about this kind of late afternoon said, you know what, that's enough. Tomorrow's another day because I sort of get going and then I get in a zone. And if my body isn't protesting loudly, which lots of times it doesn't protest loud enough, 
although it probably did and I wasn't paying attention since I woke up in the morning with two humongous bruises on my leg and could barely walk. Uh, I, yeah, should probably pay more attention. He stops me. He's like, hun, tomorrow's another day. You've done enough. You've gone flat out for four hours here. I think it's about what it was. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon, four, four thirty. He says, it's enough. Okay. I listen to him now. I don't fight him on this at all, actually at all. And sure enough, I was exhausted the next day. And that same night, now I need to caveat here. We have kids that live in our house. Okay. When I'm self isolating, I'm isolating with five people. And one of my students finished her courses and there's no graduation. There's no celebration. So we all got together for dinner after that full day of yard work and played games and stayed up a bit late. So by Sunday, I was done. I was just done. We were hoping to get back on the yard for some more work and that just it was a, it ended up being a beautiful afternoon. The morning wasn't very great so I didn't feel too guilty but once the sun came out it was like I closed the blinds. I just couldn't look at it because I really literally was just crashed. But also it wasn't just physically. I realized that all the coursework and client work and even old bookkeeping clients of mine are coming out of the woodwork right now with questions because everyone's scared and they want to know what's going on. And it's not my area of expertise to know everything the government's rolling out. But at the same token, I'm the kind of the accounting professional. Maybe Shelly will know. They make a phone call. They send a text. They send an email, which is fine. But I just realized by the end of the week, I was mentally exhausted. I spent the weekend becoming physically exhausted. So Monday morning, I woke up. It was awful. I was just sad, depressed. I thought, what is the point? But I also am aware enough to say, okay, this feeling needs to change. Now, what do I do to need to change it? One of the things I realized is that I was doing, trying to partake in too much. So this is what's been going on for me. One of my prior uh, business coaches years ago, I still am very much involved in the company as far as I'm a, you know, a, they consider us all students if we've done the course and have stayed active with the company. I'm not doing anything personally right now, but you know what I mean. He has been doing master classes from 11 till 12, 12, 15 daily, Monday to Saturday, six days a week, Sunday he rests. The information, the guests have been spectacular and I didn't want to miss out. I also, last week, it was kind of one of the weeks where end of month, my networking groups were all trying to get together via Zoom and I was trying not to remove myself from that. But the bookkeeping clients were a little overwhelming and there was still a lot to do to clean up people's things to get ready for taxi for their taxes. I was just feeling not only overworked, there were long days sitting at a computer, I was sore, but also being an introvert, uh, being an extroverted introvert, my true nature is leave me alone and let me heal. But I have a very extroverted social um, personality. So people always assume that I'm an extrovert, but actually I am not. <laughs> I am just a very social person. I do not get my healing or my energy from being around other people. That for me is exciting, but draining, and I have to recover from it after the fact. My husband does not. He's a true extrovert. What I realized was not only was I working, getting a lot of interaction from clients, but I'm on a lot of Zoom calls that involve people and my participation as well. I might as well have been out socializing every night of the week, quote unquote, type activities. 
I was literally drained there. I just had nothing left. So I had to make a decision. I was up fairly early Monday morning. And when I say early, be really clear. My morning never stops at 5 a.m. At 7, I'm awake and I'm up. No one else in the house is. It's my quiet time. And if I've got nothing super, super important, that's when I get into my ionic foot bath or go have an infrared sauna or soak in my bathtub if I'm feeling really sore. And I had that kind of time. I took my iPad, got into the tub and started going through the emails and the schedule and went, I'm over, I'm overbooked. I literally cannot do all this. I don't care that it's free and it's supportive and it's wonderful that everyone's out there doing all this free content because I have talked to you all about this in the last couple of weeks. There is so much free content out there and people are giving away brilliant information. So if you're looking for stuff, now's the time. But there also needs to be boundaries. On Sunday, I had to turn all my electronics off, even from my friends. I literally could not handle one more Marco Polo, one more text, one more are you okay? I did not want to talk to anyone <laughs> at all, at all. And you're allowed to do that, guys. You are allowed to close down for yourself. Seventh day is the Sabbath in, in a lot of religious circles. Keep it holy. It's a day of rest. When I grew up, stores weren't even allowed to be open on Sunday. And it makes me wonder how things might change now that we've gone through this. What might happen when things reopen again? I'm, 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 I'm curious. I'm very, very curious. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I'm on a little segue for a second. But I definitely still look around me and say, what else is going on here? COVID-19, yes, this virus is around the world. It's a pandemic. But flu and colds are around the world all the time. Thousands and millions of people die every year from all sorts of pneumonias and this sort of thing. Where we ran into problems with this was it hit the lungs and we couldn't, our medical systems couldn't keep up. Whereas lots of other illnesses, people can just go into regular wards, get their help, their antibiotics, if, and they either survive or they don't. But this was very different. Plus the powers that be, there's something else going on in the world that they jumped on it because they wanted to see some changes and this was their excuse to make that happen. I truly believe that. Plus, I'm also seeing in my own country, I live in Canada, that our civil liberties are about to be threatened because now they want to in, in, institute martial law. How about we just institute that you have to wear a face mask in public and not arrest me because I step outside my home? It's a slippery slope, folks. These are the types of things I like you to think about. So although I don't get into the huge conspiracy that some people do, uh, I definitely still keep an open mind to say, what else is going on or who's manipulating this pandemic for their own gain what's happening in the background that they're trying to hide behind the pandemic i'm not saying the pandemic's not real please don't ever think that and don't ever quote that from me that is not true but we have a lot of other things in the world that happen that have way larger consequences and yet this one became public this one became fear and we all bought into it so quickly and yet there's a lot of holes in some of the physical distancing, you know, why borders weren't closed, why masks weren't, you know, everyone's like, they won't stop the virus. Well, now it's been kind of discovered in certain countries that, yep, it kind of does. It slows it way down. Because one, you don't touch your face. If you cough or sneeze, about 80% of the droplets are stuck to the fabric and they're not on, you know, blowing out on people. Things that maybe in our regular world, we should practice when you have the flu or the cold anyways, because I saw a great TED talk ages ago about how we sent North Americans, 
we sent all these things over to third world countries for malaria and they all thought we were absolute idiots. It was a fantastic TED talk and it was all backed by fact because their attitude is malaria in some of these countries is like the common cold in North America. And they thought, why would you get, bring us masks? Why would you bring us netting? Why would you do all these things? Which never even got unpacked. They found out later in an expose years after the fact that these, this aid was never even unpacked from the boxes. Because they look at our country and say, you've all got those colds and things, because remember, these are usually warm countries and we're in cold countries where these viruses thrive. And none of you do anything to stop the spread. Like, why would you not wear a face mask to go to the grocery store or to work if you have a cold or the flu? But we don't. We just go and we might we might not hug someone. My husband, 50% of the time, people sick still shake his hand as he walks in on a sales call and goes, are they just stupid? So do you see how we have a way of thinking that is different from other countries? And yet we always want to impose our points of view. So my only thought to you guys is to please question your point of view. That's all I'm asking. Question your point of view and question the information being sent to you in the news. So back to the topic today, because all of these things tie into why you are feeling very overwhelmed and very exhausted. So even if you are aware and realize a lot of this stuff is fear mongering and a lot of it is, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not aligned. Like one group of people is allowed to behave one way, but another that benefits the government's propaganda isn't, doesn't have to follow those rules. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? I just, my government, my current government tried to um, slip in a bill that would give them complete and utter control of this country for two years without having to go to our, to our Senate or anything, why they were getting the funding to help individuals survive this virus. That certainly wasn't all over the news. I mean, it hit a few news stations, but not many. Are you kidding me? They wanted, they basically wanted to be able to control us completely with no one, no other party telling them they could or couldn't, no voting, martial law. Interesting. I thought found that very interesting. So I want you to think, but I also, if you are, like I say, back to, if you are an aware person and you are recognizing some of these signs, that still doesn't mean that you have to be involved in everything that's out there because otherwise you're going to put yourself in exactly the same state as all the people that are buying into all this fear, communist propaganda, all the BS that's out there. And there's a lot of it. And it's going to lower your vibration because you're going to feel so overwhelmed. Now there's a part of me right now that's thinking maybe I shouldn't post this podcast. <laughs> because people might be offended. But I'm thinking, no. I'm thinking that my listeners and my subscribers are intelligent, aware people that want facts, want to be the best they can be, and want to see behind the curtain. So I'm gonna post it. And I am completely open to you sending me feedback, positive or negative. But right now, my little bit right now for you is you don't need to do everything. Get off your screens at nighttime before bed. You'll sleep better. Lay off the alcohol daily. Your mood will be better. Do not yell in your home. It'll lower your cortisol levels. Learn some communication skills if you need them. I heard John Gray from Men Are From Mars, Women Are For Venus the other day. He was spectacular. And he really put some things back into perspective of how I deal with my husband again. It's like, ah, right. I kind of forgot that. If you're in business, there's lots of help out there for just knowledge and growth. 
Maybe you need to change directions, think outside the box. If you're a person that's just been very overwhelmed with work for a long time and you wanted to make some changes in your health or your mindset, now's the time. Now's the time. And I want you to stay very open to the fact that the world's going to look very different when this is done. I think they're going to keep this lockdown way longer than necessary because they need the time to do whatever they're trying to do. That's just me. However, you don't really have a lot of control over that. So you might as well either accept it and work on yourself and do the best you can to mitigate damages in your finances. And there's lots you can do. For instance, guys, if everyone, if you all keep focusing on, oh my gosh, I've lost my income, but you're not focusing on, oh my gosh, my spending's out of control, you're focusing on the wrong thing. If you are not using subscriptions and you are not using costs that are, that are just rampant in our day and age today, because we all feel entitled to like everything, get it shut down right now. Also, if you are not going to work, you are not spending money on gas, you are eating at home. Uh, there are lots and lots of ways to save money right now. So think outside the box and find ways. Okay. So there's lots of things that they're just, I can be all over the map with this, which I realize I am in this podcast today. Focus on what you can do. That's really what maybe I should, I've called this instead of, you know, you can't do everything. Focus on what you can focus on and then focus on that well. So Monday when I got in the tub and said, this is too much. I sent a message to my nine o'clock and said, I'm sorry I said I was coming. It's too much. I actually really needed to get to yoga. But this is how the day went, guys. Nine o'clock, I ended up logging in and saying hi to everyone for half an hour. Then I logged out, went to yoga to realize that my uh, online access wasn't there. I was very upset, actually. So I said, fine. I didn't go back on the other call. I'd already excused myself because I had another call at 11. That was the mastermind. I really didn't want to miss that. That was a priority for me. So I made the Make Your Mark masterminds the priority. Everything else needed to be fit in. Even my networking groups. Because really by the end of the day when I've done all this, I'm like, I just don't want to talk to one more person. So I, I couldn't do that in the evenings. I got into my office and thought, there's two little things I can clean up for an hour before the call starts. A client phoned me, needed me right that minute, and it was perfect. 45 minutes, we got his stuff solved. That's now off my plate. Got on my call after the call, worked for the day. I ended up working late that last night because my mood just improved so much after the call, and I was feeling so much more optimistic that I cleaned up two more things that just subconsciously were were kind of stressing me out. So I thought, you know what? If they're gone, I don't have to worry about them tomorrow. Even though I was working a little bit later than I wanted to, that was okay. Because to me, I weighed the benefit of just being that little extra bit tired, which quite honestly, I was just going to go watch TV with my husband anyways, to having those two things off my plate. Let me tell you how improved my mood was this morning. I'm not saying that might be okay for you, but in that particular instance, it was perfect for me. And today I went to bed last night, refused to take my electronics into my bedroom, shut down the show an hour before I wanted to sleep. My husband was like, oh, just one more. I'm like, no, put my foot down, went to bed, read an actual paper book for a chapter. I conked out and slept for nine hours straight and woke up this morning in the best mood and 
got into my yoga class. So I was pretty happy, which I seriously needed. I could not believe how stiff I had gotten, not only in overdoing the yard work, but just being at this computer for two weeks solid and not being able to get out and about. I mean, I was walking the neighborhood, but if you, if you are my regular listener, you know, we put our, our baby girl down a few weeks back. Oh, see, I told you, I warned you guys all that I would still probably cry when I talk about her. Uh, it, but I, I'm missing her beyond words. I miss her beyond words. Uh, I have no one to walk with, but I still am getting out a little bit, but not anywhere near what we normally do. Because even when you, I go to yoga, I'll stop at the grocery store, I'll walk around there, go down and visit my parents, and all of that has stopped in our lives. You know, to such a huge degree. Now, my husband and I are going to get away this weekend. We have a family home up in the Okanagan Valley, and we're going up there for five days to, to continue on with the household cleanup. My mom's a hoarder. We are now looking after the house, and we've got to clean out a lot of stuff. And we've taken up some new to us furniture. I think I might have mentioned this the other day. Sorry if I'm repeating myself. And we're just looking forward to a different change of pace where there's no electronics because there's no Wi Fi or anything in that house. We're still isolating to ourselves. And it has a wood-burning fireplace, which is awesome, and a collection of DVDs. So that's where we're going for a few days just to disconnect, reconnect as a couple, and then we'll come home and get back at it again. Please watch what you're doing, how you're doing it, how much of it you're doing, and, and create some boundaries and maybe make a list of your priorities. Because you can actually wear yourself out in the other direction in this time when everyone would think, well, aren't you just lying around on your couch? Some of us aren't that way and you could wear yourself down thinking that, oh my God, people are going to think all this stuff about me if I'm not doing all this. Or it's not even other people. We do it to ourselves. We are our worst critics. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself compassion and reach out to someone. If you're the person that's the extrovert or you're like me that's social, maybe reach out to someone via phone or Zoom to say, hey, are you okay? And if you're the person that needs that, find someone to reach out to. It really can make the difference in your life right now. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.